Welcome to the End to End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans, where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Hello and welcome to the End to End Football Podcast, episode number 61. You're here with me, myself, Stuart. It's been a glorious bank holiday weekend. We've got some glorious football to talk you through. Kuda, how you feeling? Absolutely wonderful. Excellent stuff. Excellent <laughs> stuff. Sean, how's it going, big fella? Uh, because of the result, not too well, bad, but then I'll think about other things. So, yeah, so, brilliant. so, so. <laughs> uh oh, Abbas, how's it going? I'm not impressed with this, uh, with Friday showing, but otherwise, good weekend. <laughs> right, um, obviously, before we start, we're wishing Sir Alex Ferguson a very speedy recovery. Yes, sir. Brilliant manager. So, Indeed. just wanted to get that out of there. Right, let's go through the fixtures for the rest of. Of the weekend, so Friday we had Brighton versus Man United, one nil win to Brighton, and Saturday's fixtures: Stoke versus Crystal Palace, two one victory to Crystal Palace, Bournemouth versus Swansea, one nil win to Bournemouth, Leicester versus West Ham, two nil win for the Mighty Hammers, Watford versus Newcastle, two one victory to Watford, West Brom versus Spurs, uh oh, one nil win to West Brom. <laughs> Everton versus Southampton, one all draw. Sunday's games, Man City versus Huddersfield, nil nil draw. Arsenal versus Burnley, five nil victory to the Gunners. And finally, Chelsea versus Liverpool, one nil win at Stamford Bridge. Wow. Oh, Sean, let's start with you. Let's start with you on this one. Chelsea versus Liverpool, one nil victory for Chelsea. Obviously, Liverpool have got their eyes on a bigger prize but is it foreseeable that Liverpool drop out of this top four can't be surely no they can't they've got to they've got they had to they had basically they had to win this game just as to seal it dead and buried to seal it but there wasn't the performance that we needed and we never got the result we wanted but hey ho we could win the Champions League (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was amazed by it. It was nine years since Liverpool have finished in the top four in back-to-back seasons. I thought that was a oh. crazy All right, stat. mate. Don't come out with them stats. No, sorry. I was, I'm, just sorry mate. I'm sorry about that. I'm just saying it. I thought that was amazing for a team like Liverpool. Nine years. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing you aren't come out with the stats now for my team, innit? Don't, don't worry. West Ham stats are dead and buried. Sure, don't worry about it. But, I mean, as for the game, Liverpool had had the the better of the opening of of this game. They looked like they were they were firing. Just Mane was a was a bit out of sorts, and, and maybe Salah looking a bit bit leggy at the moment as well. I don't know it, it, the form is not looking good for Liverpool, and it's hard to turn it back on for such a big game in the Champions League. I don't know how you fellas are seeing Liverpool at the moment. Boy, it's not. It's like I said. It's not the way that they should be going on because after the season that they've had and how the format they've been playing, but win their last game of the season and all right, I'll be okay. Win that yeah, championship, back to and the I'll be brilliant. Again. Yeah, yeah. 
Just it has to be the bad season, season, not at all. I'm not saying everything about that. Yeah. Just you don't want it to to fit her out to, into nothing at the end. Of that's it, the, right? Yeah, that's you the know thing. what? And that's the, the last thing we don't want to drop out the top four and then not win that Champions League. Because if you don't make the top four, the Champions League final is is almost a, a, a must, a must yeah. win. Extra pressure, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, extra pressure you don't need on a game like that already. That's full of full of pressure. And that's the thing. I I do feel that they have been running these players to the bone at the moment. Uh, Salah needs to take. I mean, you need Salah and Mane probably to take a break, couple more games before this Champions League final. I don't think you can drop out. I don't really realistically think you'll drop out the top four. I think if you're in a game that you're stuck, you can bring those two on like 30 minutes to go. There you go. But at least they're not playing a whole 90 minutes or 70 minutes and they're looking a bit tired and stuff. That's what I, you know, that's the thing. That's why you need, a, you know, teams need a squad because it's decision times like this where you've got to be wary about getting dropped out the top four, but you want to be at your best for, for a final, which can make all of it uh, better anyway. It's a hard one for Klopp, and I do feel for him. But this game, they did look a bit tired. They didn't look like they had that, that you know, that extra two yards of pace when they're going forward, and yeah, their shots were just on it. Who is he going to play? You can't bring on Shalanki and Danny Ings to replace Mane and Salah, because then <laughs> that's going to be a mess. For Especially team. against a team like Chelsea as well. They yeah, seem yeah, to have, have, have picked up a bit of form <laughs> of late as well. You know, when it they've had such a bad season and now it seems like it'll be typical Chelsea just to just to reach form at, the, at this <laughs> time at the end, yeah exactly yeah. that but I mean Liverpool's goal difference is, is going to be a, a huge healthy, factor it? it's a huge factor in this I mean if they do which you never know but especially Brighton at the moment I think, I think Liverpool is their last game against Brighton so I mean you, you would expect Liverpool to win that and if they do win it and win it comfortably then you know it's it's <laughs> It's fine, <laughs> no problem whatsoever. So it's still all to play for Liverpool, and hopefully they turn it around. But as for Chelsea, like I said, I mean they seem to be hitting form just at the right time, and may may pick one of the two Liverpool or Tottenham out of the top four. You never, never know. Kuda, you got anything to say on this game? Uh, I think the players let Klopp down. That's what I think. I think their minds were already in Kiev for the <laughs> final. You know what I mean? And they're just strolling, strolling around, thinking about the Champions League final. That's that was my because he lacked the same intensity and all that kind of stuff. But you know they're using the excuse of we've just played the Champions League match, but you've been playing Champions League all season and you've, you've come out on the weekends and put in performances. This was quite a Liverpool, especially against the big teams. You know what I mean? You expect them to to, to do something, but I thought Mines was already in the final, and it's too early to be thinking about that because you've got another one more game, then you got like two weeks to think about the final. So yep. I don't know what the what the rush is. Well, <laughs> you know, the only other thing is possibly thinking about getting injured. Don't want to get stuck in too much. If they get injured because the box office is gone for the season, but you know, footballers, man, come on, crack on with it. <laughs> but you need, you need to maintain intensity, do you know what I mean, for, for a final. Like you can't just switch it on and off. Stroll and then expect to just turn it on again. You know what I mean, it needs to be some kind of momentum uh, build up there. But, as for Champions League, I think they're quite comfortable in it because you know that that goal difference is just ridiculous compared to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah, Liverpool forty-two and Chelsea on twenty-seven. <laughs> Absolutely, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's, they should be alright. <laughs> but they right. got to pick up that result against Brighton, though. That's the main thing. Never mind. Yeah, yeah that's the that's the, yeah, that's the only thing. 
you know, obviously, if the longer it stays nil nil, you know, people get a bit more nervous or whatever. But yep. they blitzed him in the first few minutes, then yeah. it'll probably help him that Brighton secured secured a yeah. Premier League status. So maybe their intensity will be a bit down. And uh, talking of down, what a time to move on! Wow, Stoke versus Crystal Palace. And it is, unfortunately, well, I don't say unfortunately, actually. <laughs> I don't really mind. I've been saying it all season. Good. Stoke are down. <laughs> Called it at the start. I love that one. Thank you very much. Called it at the start of the season. But obviously, 2-1 victory to Palace. So it's only right that we start with uh, Mr. Palace himself. Could I? <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, let, let's, start, let, let's start off with a, a tweet that I saw. About an hour ago, from I think it was Talksport, whatever it was, like a poll, and it was like, "Do you feel sad that Stoke are down?" And at the point where I checked it, it was about just over two thousand votes, and it was ninety four percent saying no. <laughs> they don't feel sorry that Stoke are down. <laughs> so nah, you know, not a very popular team, <laughs> and the majority of the Premier League is very happy to see you guys go down. But this game. I mean, I thought Stoke in the first half were much the better team. Mm. Crouch was causing all kinds of havoc. You know what I mean? Obviously, Cross coming in, Ying going to win a third against him, <laughs> flicking it on, causing it. Oh, yeah. And then um, Shakiri as well, you know, causing all kinds of havoc once again. Loftus Cheek was absolutely terrible in that first half. You know what I mean? Course. I mean that was that was not yeah. that was not Zinedine. That was not that was not the Zinedine Loftus Cheek right there. But that was some bootleg, bootleg Loftus Cheek. I don't know what he was doing. And and you know it was his fault that we gave away the foul. And then he went and flicked the, the free kick in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people yeah. were like, oh yeah, yeah, fantastic free kick. It looked good, but you know he wasn't. That fantastic. was a massive. It was a nice flick on. <laughs> no, I mean it was a very good flick on. And they got ahead. The whole crowd is buzzing. Paul Lambert jumping around. You know what I mean? And then you know, this I know I'm paid because I remember this. There was a point start of the second half where there was a little bit of a fracas between Tompkins and Monsieur Glenn Johnson. You know what I mean? West Ham laughing. <laughs> yep, <laughs> laughing, winding Tompkins up. All right, all right, mate. You know what I mean? Little did you know what was coming, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Smiling at 1-0. But the key point in this match is substitutions by Lambert. Taking off Crouch, as I mentioned, he was their biggest threat for me. Dominating it as well. Dominating it in the air. Absolutely. Winning everything. That's everything was going through him. It made no I mean, sense whatsoever. This is how much he was dominating. At one point, they had Sacco marking him. Then they changed and said, no, nah, no, nah, Sacco, allow it. Let's put Tompkins on him. They said, no, 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 no. Milovievi, come in, help out. None, none of it works. <laughs> like, uh, there were three people that tried to mark him at different points in this, in this first half. Couldn't do it. But anyway, he took him off for whatever reason and put in that, uh, I can't remember, Ramadan something, the, the oh, winner. Yeah, he came on, played on the left. And... I didn't. I didn't even understand what sense that made. I, I was thinking, okay, is he trying to get more pace? Is he thinking, okay, let's put a bit more pace so we can catch them on the counter? But ironically, we scored on the counter and they won. <laughs> Unbelievable. I Unbelievable. I don't know what kind of tactics he was doing. And you know, I mean, one of the players that I dislike the most, you know, another one, Mansio McCarthy, comes in making a, a very weird run overlap, like he's a fullback, even though he's a midfielder. And then you finished it beautifully. Cross goal. Cross goal. Low shot. 
Yeah, he's been learning from me, boy, from FIFA. Double tap. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> Might as well double tap there. But yeah, that was a beautiful finish. And then they tried to huff and puff, but I thought we, that second half, we dominated that whole second half. We, we could have scored more. Zaha had a big chance, which he fluffed. Um, Loftus cheek as well. There's another chance where he should have really possibly crossed it, but he was, he was actually Benteke in the middle, so nah, he should have been <laughs> and speaking of Ben Teclis himself he had a good cross from Zaha which he was so slow to try and kick it he hit his standing leg guy's useless <laughs> but he almost went in because Martin was scrambling and then dear oh dear this bit here there's two parts to this number one is Vanano I don't know what he's doing that far up the pitch <laughs> that run was wild <laughs> it was like it's yeah I don't know what he was doing but then um, Peters that's the Peter yeah number three Peters for Stoke so. he played him onside yet the whole defence was he's like 10 yards like onside yards. as well 10 yeah. yards onside and the, the whole defence had a perfect line but he was not in tune with that line <laughs> he was doing his own thing a clear pass through for Zaha Messed up the pass. That was a poor pass. Unfortunately for Showcross, he tried to intercept it and come in with a nice through ball for <laughs> <laughs> for Vanano. Vanano comes through and he's got um, Ben Teke on his left for a tap in, but he took the right decision. Don't bother with that. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? And this is how bad it is. You know, our left back is a better finisher than our striker. It's a bit mad. <laughs> it's a bit mad. But absolutely wonderful win. Relegating them and securing our, our our safety in the league at the same time. And then it's at this moment that I have to apologise to Mr. Hodgson. Because when you came in, I was with everyone. Why are we getting Hodgson? Come on. This guy's flopped. Terrible manager. Useless. This, that and the other. But we're Crystal Palace. We're not a big team. You know what I mean? You're not Liverpool. You know what I mean, Liverpool is a big team. You know, England, a big, big pressure there. Look what he's done at the small clubs. West Brom, he's done all right. Fulham, he's done okay. You know what I mean? Why we thought we were a big team and we had audacity. We actually had the audacity to be looking down at a manager of Hodgson's caliber. As if for some big team. Relax. That is an L for myself. I'm going to give myself an L. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Absolutely deluded. Now, speaking of L's, let's move on to the L's in this match. As I've mentioned already, Mr. Lambert, you are hopping around thinking that you're going to be safe, but you got relegated. Haha. <laughs> but. <laughs> you taking off Crouch is bizarre absolutely bizarre Shocking. to say the least I don't know what he thought was going to do you cost, you cost your team the game and obviously cost them their Premier League status there you go you are one pathetic loser and then secondly in the same match Mr. Shawcross your beautiful interception which turned into a through ball <laughs> Of that cost you the match and consequently relegation. <laughs> relegation. So you deserve an L as well. <laughs> you have 
Absolutely. Three L's in one match. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> wow. And, uh, Mr. Hodgson. Mr. Hodgson, if you're listening. It's, it's what they deserve. <laughs> Ten years <laughs> in the Prem. They won around six games. And make sure that you sign Shakiri for us, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, you, you started this uh, this review here or this match with uh, who would miss Stoke. And obviously, all four of us here are like, nah, we, we won't miss Stoke. I mean, one thing you will miss from Stoke by not having Stoke in here, does that now mean we'll miss the phrase, can he do it on a wet Tuesday night? At Stoke. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if you're in the championship, look forward to that saying because that's what you'll hear all the time. That's the only exactly. thing ever. And, to t- and touching on Stoke as well, I think they've got uh, quite a few a few men that obviously, I don't know if they're going to be loyal, but really and truly, they're too good to be going down. You know what I mean? Someone was Joe Allen. Joe, exactly. Joe People Allen. like Joe Allen, I thought Butlin. he was very good this season. Butlin, obviously Shakiri. Even Crouch, I don't even mind Crouch. I mean, exactly. Like, there's there's a few players that that team, all the good players are gonna go, and they're gonna find it very difficult in the championship. Hopefully. <laughs> and you know what else I won't miss from Stoke as well is them booing Aaron Ramsey every year for breaking his leg at the Britannia because that is just the most pathetic thing I've ever heard yeah. of you in know my what? life. A, that's a good bring up, dude. Stoke, get out. <laughs> 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 and, and with and with get out being the um, theme of that one, we'll move on to Brighton versus Man United. A one nil victory for the Seagulls, who um, that secures them Premier League status for next season. So well played to them. But if if you're a listener of the show, if you're a listener of the show, really, <laughs> you know that Abbas is our correspondent from for Man United and. Uh, well, fortunately, we didn't do this game first. Otherwise, he might go on a 45-minute rant. So, <laughs> without further ado, Abbas, take it away. How did you see Friday night's game going for you? Uh, you know what? <clears throat> it was a shocking game for my United. Simple as that. Um, Brighton wanted it more. They were hungrier. They were faster. They were more decisive on the ball. Decisive, sorry, on the ball. Um, they wanted everything. They wanted everything. They got everything. And some my United players need to need to look at themselves in the mirror and realise what they're doing because, you know, there's some parts of what Mourinho said afterwards that were correct, but there's a lot of it that was wrong. What some parts are going to be correct is if you are claiming for most of the year you want to play up front and be a striker and you get opportunity, you've got to work harder than you, than you did this game. That is to aim that Rashford. Um... Martial, I'm not going to put any blame on him. The guy was our best player until Sanchez signed and then he got dropped for it or moved to the right wing. You can't destroy someone's confidence like that and then expect him to still perform when you then tease them by playing a couple of games, starting a couple of games. <laughs> so I'm not going to buy that, Mourinho. You're not fooling anyone with, with all that stuff. And quite frankly, Mourinho, you're not fooling anyone. With all the madness that you do to the team, if you're not winning, you're not good. So as currently we're not winning, you're just a wind-up. We had Van Gaal, who kept the ball and was boring. We have you, who doesn't want the ball, and you're boring. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So you're not fooling anyone. We all know the sort of football you play. You are pragmatic, you are defensive, we know that. We've accepted you for you, right? 
But don't try and con us and try and say things about the players saying they don't want this, they don't want that. As the reporter caught you out last time, when you were talking all your madness about this team that you selected, why certain people are not playing, when when this happened with your first team players, where was this comments coming out your mouth? They weren't. So when you love a player, you defend him. Like Fellaini, for instance. We're also trying to work out how he's still in our club. Anyway, I'm going to stop there with the Man United thing. Just, Jose, just shut up. You talk too much. As simple as that. I don't want to hear you so, no more. Are you as saying that you would, want, you would want Jose out the door in the summer? You want a new, fresh start? I'm, I'm, Man for, me, for me, I'm always 50-50 with Jose. I'll defend him because as long as he's winning. But we need to treat him like Real Madrid t- treated him. And that's give him less control in the club. Right now, he has too much control in the club. Too much power. He's acting like a little girl who's upset. So who's if Man upset. United were to win the FA Cup, you'd, you'd keep him on? I'll keep him on for one more year. No, no, no. I'll keep him on for one more year. It's not all forgiven. I've complained about him a lot during this season. So, it's not all forgiven. I'm not for, like forgotten. But, don't try and fool us. You're not an attacking player. You're not an attacking manager. You don't play beautiful football. Right, so why all of a sudden you expect these guys to be good at playing attacking football when the defense is solid? But mind boggles me because we can see you don't train attacking players. Your whole career you have been like that. So that that's it. Just stop talking. Stop talking. Stop trying to pinpoint players. Stop trying to give players a hard time. Stop trying to deflect. When the first team inverted commas lose, it's their fault. When the second team lose, it's their fault. It's never your fault. You know everything. Shut up. Don't want to hear that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that. Round, yeah. My United. There, Abbas. Round, I was very, I was very so close. I one more question. Abbas, one more question. Abbas, on, on, you sound on like <laughs> you sound like me on, in in Mourinho's last season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Unfortunately for Abbas, amazing. I can't see him being Mourinho's last season. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question on the game for you, Abbas. It's a pretty simple one. Why didn't Rashford pass the ball to Martial? Sure. Mate, I will never know. Oh. I will never know. And the worst thing is, he tried to blame Martial. Mourinho doesn't train attacking players. And if you think about it, if you look at it, <laughs> on, on, a, on a serious level, if you look at it, most times we win on individual on an individual standing out. You know, Lukaku Matic, gets a touch, Dallas. smashes it. Matic, his goal from edge of the box. Pogba does some fantastic pass but collectively as a team how many times do you actually see us putting 20 passes attacking play moving left to right and then boom we score a goal do you know what really Man United happens? need Abbas you know what Man United need really I knew it <laughs> 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 I knew it I knew it just cut him from it. the left do you know what yeah? I've, got, I've, got, I've got a more sinister reason for why not sinister but the more thing I was going to say sinister wow this is a podcast crew <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean. Like, I think I think Rashford didn't pass to him because that's his. He sees him as his competition. Yeah, that's 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 what I think. Nah, I'd agree with you on that. But to be fair, to be, to be fair, like since the beginning of the season, they were both fighting for left wing. Um, Sanchez comes; he just automatically takes it. We have eight games of him playing without dog. He was just playing dog. What do you call it, Sean? But like, I, I'm going to say the bad word. But he was just playing rubbish, <laughs> right? Lingering number two. <laughs> right? Yeah, he, he was dropped. playing like that for, what, five games, six games? Yeah, fair enough, he got one or two goals here. But he was completely ruining the whole team and our structure, right? Martial will come on and then make a difference. Then you stop Martial to the right wing, ask him to do a job. You drop him, put Rashford there. You drop him, you put Mata there. So, right wing is just open for our number seven, and our number seven is playing the left wing. Doesn't matter who he's destroying, we're just going to play him there. Fellaini just plays no matter what. 
McTominay was playing, and then when he started getting good, you dropped him and never played him again. And then somehow you give him player of the year. What happened to that guy, actually? <laughs> he won player of the year, even though he doesn't play. Wow. Oh, my God. Player manager, manager, player of the year. I mean, Jose, come on, man. We've had enough of your nonsense. Just stop all that crap. Well, from, yeah? from one stop manager, trying to piss that's... off your whole fans and everyone else, <laughs> wow. yeah? And just do your job, yeah? Win the trophies and get out. Just win the trophies get out. Oh, don't talk. Someone put it back in his box. I'm finished, I'm finished, I'm finished, I'm finished. Speaking of managers, I mean, obviously I don't like Brighton, but I do like their manager. Chris Ewing. He's done an excellent job this year, unfortunately for me. Their first season up, you know, he's managed to, you know, they've managed, obviously they've managed to stay and they play decent football as well. I mean, they're not just parking the bus and, you know, I mean, they actually try to play good football. You know, and I think uh, he's done, yeah, he's done extremely well. I think he's a very underrated manager. 100%. He's always done a good uh, job wherever he's got Newcastle, Norwich. Exactly. He's always done a good yeah. job. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. What, that's one true. more he point. He did a good job today. He caught, he, he knew my United strengths and weaknesses and he clearly utilised it. Not hard was on, on his job this game. <laughs> on his my last job. Thing, though, <laughs> my last thing on this game is a question for you, Abbas. Uh-oh. De Gea. Best keeper in the world, of course, but what was he doing on that cross? It, it, you know what? It, it, you know, we're just going to allow him. He does make mistakes. But what I want to know... What I want to know, yeah? He, he, he carries... The force, he ca- the force behind the cross, yeah? <laughs> listen, he carries our team a lot, so if he makes a mistake here and there, it's fine. He's not going to damage our season. But what I want to know is, how did this guy... Um, what's his name? Uh, is that, that's not Murray is the other guy Kroos or whatever his name is he jogged from the halfway line when the ball was first played to Esquiodo he was jogging not one person marked his run he was jogging he didn't sprint once no break of that he was on gear two the whole time until the last five yards and then he sprinted full power to win the header not once was he was anyone running with him marked him or anything like that that's what we should be talking about in the game why is he unmarked but then that's a defensive problem which Jose is meant to be good at <laughs> one thing I will say about moving this game on. before we move on <laughs> before we move on Abbas we're moving on Yeah, I'll just say one more bit about this game finally a bit of technology in football we could be proud of that goal line technology is an absolute oh, godsend yeah. unfortunately given given that it's Man United and we've seen I mean if you're a Tottenham fan you know all about Carroll's one where it's about three foot behind the line but Man United normally get them decisions in their favour so for Brighton fabulous result fabulous goal and that secures them for Man United FA yeah well Dooms. done Jose out, apparently, according to Abbas. No, no, yeah, I haven't said Jose out, yeah, and 50-50. Anyway, we're moving on, Abbas. (laughs) Bournemouth versus Swansea, not a whole lot to say about this game. 1-0 win to uh, Bournemouth, obviously, but Swansea. Swansea, after your your manager come in, you hit a bit of form, playing all the big boys. It's looking all right, but bang in trouble again now. Bang in trouble. Andre Ayew. Fantastic signing from West Ham. Hasn't scored since he's rejoined Swansea. So, hmm? wow. <laughs> but, um, and, and his brother as well, Jordan, are you? Abbas, I think you said it before the pod. you got to be hitting them. you got to be banging them away, at least when you're at that side of the table. He's, he's lucky. He's lucky he didn't catch an L. 
You can't be in front <laughs> of the goal. There in the shortlist. Yeah, mate. Can't be there. Is what next in basically in the six yard box. Your team's struggling. You need a goal to equalize, and you fluff it like that. <laughs> you could have done anything else. You could have toppled him with his right foot if he didn't trust his left foot. He would have been on target. That was just shocking. Absolute shocking. The main two things I wanted to to talk about on this match is um, Swansea's bench. Abraham on the bench again. He doesn't seem to get a start anymore. He always looks a threat when he comes on. He doesn't get any game time. And another one that's shocked the life out of me, Renato Sanchez. Where is this guy? I saw him on the bench. That's what made me put him in my notes. I was like, wow, he's actually on the bench. I mean, lit up the Euros a couple of years ago, but... Oof, that's a guy that's got. He's um, he's a player that his head's gone. He's not. I don't think he's, he's not interested in football anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's enjoying the money too much. I, I think he's his head's completely gone. I think the Bayern contract probably come. I mean, I I, I thought he was the next mm. big thing. I remember telling arguing with a lot of couple of people saying he would be the best person to have in our midfield next to Pogba. Blah blah blah. Went to Bayern, couldn't didn't have the mindset to get in. Blah blah etc. Come to Swansea, played I think one game decent, and then just. Mine's oh, gone. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember that pass you done to the advertising? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gone. <laughs> that was shocking. Shocking. That was, that's the thing. That was with the, yeah, that was the other manager. And then since this guy came in, he had a good game when they were playing 4-4-2. And he was absolutely bossing the game. Then you didn't see him again. I don't know what he does. You're not interested in football. You're not interested in football. But you're going to lose that, all that money that you're spending <laughs> rapidly, very quickly. Well, we mentioned there was a long list of nominees for L of the Week. We'll bring it on to a next game. Everton versus Southampton. A one-all draw. And, oof, I'll tell you what. There was one, Yoshida, the centre-back for Southampton. You could have caught an L because, I mean, you're the, the first yellow is a bit soft. I'll give you that. But the second yellow is definitely justified. And once you're already on a booking and your team's fighting down there and you're the centre-back, you're the main guy, and you go and get yourself sent off like that. Appalling. Appalling. He turned WWE on the guy, bro. He <laughs> <laughs> made him do a whole somersault. He's just an outright clown. <laughs> because your team was 1-0 up as well. You're an outright clown. You're lucky you didn't hold the L. So In fact, I mean, you're lucky you don't hold the L of the season for that, you clown. <laughs> <laughs> you do, we never know. We will have that nominee. We'll have that shortlist coming up very soon. So you never know, Sean. Yeah. And then the other one, obviously... Ryan Bertrand, right at the end. I mean, if you're oh. going to get there and you're going to try and clear it, it's got to go way up the field towards the goalkeeper or it's well got to go out the stadium, one or the two. But where you don't put it is right into the feet of an oncoming <laughs> attacking player. That is a major L, mate. And you won't catch the L of the week because, like I said, it was a long list, so you're very lucky this week. But, I mean, it just led to Tom Davis's deflected shot, cruelly past the keeper, I might say, but... I mean, I can. I think I speak for everyone here that we're kind of hoping Southampton do claim that um, relegation spots just so Mark Hughes yeah. can be relegated twice in one season. Yes, <laughs> twice. We're blaming him for the Stoke one as well. He had more yep. than enough time to save him <laughs> yep. for the Stoke. Yep, he's taking that away. <laughs> I'm not having it any other way. Any other way. <laughs> and oh boy. anyone else got anything interesting to say about that Southampton game there? I mean, it could cost them that draw. Yeah. Why? Yeah, why was nah, um, Redmond not starting? Yeah, that was a weird oh, one. That was weird. Weird. you got to start Redmond. Got to have to start him and Tad, Tad, Tadic together. You know, uh, change the game. Having as well. Stoke in Southampton, having Stoke in Southampton, like 
close to it. It was still already down, but a team like Southampton as well. I mean, these are teams with good players, man. Yeah, you know I mean Tadic, Bertrand, all these guys. Like, oh man, yeah. <laughs> like, you never at the beginning of the season, I would have never thought Southampton would be. Nah, nah, I wouldn't have. I never near. put Southampton near it. To be <laughs> fair. It's crazy, but yeah, Bertrand not, Bertrand not starting is madness. But you got to also say Everton, mm. Allardyce. Oh my God! I mean the football. Oh, I won't even bother to turn up as soon as as, as soon as they 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 done what's it called? They got the safety. I would not even if I was a fan, I'd have said nah. I'm not even bothering coming for this. Like, why am I getting out of bed to go and watch this rubbish? Like, you know what I mean? You've got. You know, you've got decent players. This is this is the biggest club team that he's managed. Oh, yeah. And this is... And aside from obviously England, these are the best players that he's managed. And he's still... Still going on like he's managing Palace or he's still a Bolton or whatever. <laughs> like, come on, man. you got to give us something, man. A little bit. A little bit of decent football. It's so rubbish. And it, it, you know, how, how does a team go from a manager that can't even spell defending in... <laughs> Roberto Martinez to this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? The transition for those fans, yeah? Hey, it's traumatising. <laughs> and the thing is that you're watching all out of football, no defence, and the next thing you're watching the most boring stuff in the league. Jeez. But the thing that drives me, that guy grinds my gears a little bit, he buys attacking players and then doesn't use them. It's like he doesn't know what to do with them, like new toys, and he's like, you know, I just keep those to the side. I play with my defensive toys. You know what? It reminds me of Mourinho. <laughs> Let's not go back then. How, how have you managed to pull every game back to Man United's problem? I just say I haven't even been back anyway, to United. West Brom versus Tottenham, one nil victory for West Brom. Yes, Darren Moore once again working absolute miracles at West Brom, and the mere fact. <laughs> That they're even still hanging on, clinging on by their fingernails <laughs> to this Premier League is amazing, to be fair, because they should have been dead and buried a long time ago. And without Darren Moore, you best believe they would have been as well. If they would have stick with Alan Pardew, they would have been gone. So, yep. I mean, him, he's just been fantastic for them. And it was... How many games has he had there? Five? Five. Five games. And he's won three times the amount of matches that... It's very good for a raffle ticket winner. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> this will teach the Premier League clubs to stop regurgitating managers. That's where hopefully it teaches them. That sometimes you might have the right man in in your um staff already. Right? Or, or, in your, or in your crowd, obviously, as the guy was. <laughs> yeah. right? You've got to be on that last one. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. This this is it's fun, it's wonderful. That and I, and this is why I really hope Southampton go down as well. Do you know what I mean? Because it's it's a and so Stoke have already suffered it. You know Lambert, all these guys yeah. you, that you've regurgitated, and look what's happened. Do you know what I mean? We need we need some new faces, some fresh blood in here. Can't exactly. be hearing the same old face, the same old people, man. You know what I mean? I mean we've got rid of Lambert, but unfortunately we've got new one coming up. That's a regurgitated championship manager. <laughs> Exactly. Can I just say something? How calm was he when they scored? The only oh, person on the whole stadium did not react to the mm-hmm. goal. Just do that. And then he got up and he was telling everyone to think. And even his own coaches pushed him like, come on, celebrate. <laughs> Where's your love? <laughs> 
He was doing one knee like he's Colin Kaepernick, boy. He was <laughs> chilling. <laughs> he was chilling on that knee, boy. He wasn't budging for nobody. <laughs> you know, it's maybe it had been the smart thing to do. He must have been thinking, you know what? I don't care what's happening now. This is 90 minutes seems to be blown. This game is before I celebrate. This game was on the other, on the flip side. You look at Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. Spursy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope they come out of the top four and Chelsea get in there. I don't really <laughs> like Chelsea like that, but you know what? Just with Tottenham being the losers that they are. <laughs> it would be so funny for them to get knocked out again. And that wasn't a West Ham fan that said that. It wasn't a West Ham fan that said it. <laughs> they're just, they're just Wait, all I'm saying is it'll hit them hard if they don't get Champions League. They need that money. Especially with all yeah. new stadium and stuff. They need that money. So imagine and, they fell out, bro. And you know who I blame? And, you know, I may be wrong here, but whatever. I'm, I'm sticking to my guns on this. Uh-uh. I blame Kane. <laughs> I blame yes. Kane. I blame him because his obsession with trying to be top scorer and trying to catch up to Salah and all that, you know what I mean? It's costing his team. Get out, man. You're not match fit. You almost scored an own goal. You know what I mean? Madness. Absolute madness. You know what I mean? You're, you're, the whole team is playing around you and you're not even fit. Get out, man. You'll cost your team the Champions League now. Embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. He thinks he's bigger than the club, this man. It's just before they go to the World Cup as well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. But, but this is this is just Tottenham all over, isn't it? You know what I mean? Lovely, just when they yeah. you know what I mean, when they when they think yeah, we're an established team, we're gonna do this. Remember when they got walloped by Newcastle five one when they could have been here above Arsenal that time in the last game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, I just, remember just, that like history. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's another question for you boys then. If if Tottenham don't reach Champions League football, what happens to this squad? of clear Champions League calibre football players. For me, the likes of Ericsson need, need to be looking elsewhere. The defence, Aldevira, Vertonghen, all these guys. He's already gone, isn't it? Aldevira, they're yeah. saying he's already gone. He's already signed and, a, and, a deal with PSG and, or something like that. Think, and two I right, think. he should as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, why is he staying there for less than 100? Uh, he's definitely on less than 110k because that's yep. the maximum. Yep. Which Kane's on. You know what I mean? Zaha is on more than that. Like, it's a joke. We've got yeah, Andy Cavill on 75k. Come on, lads. <laughs> 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 These guys are leaving it a little bit. And, you know, Tottenham fans will come at you and say, oh, yeah, this is why we're so good. You know, we've managed to do this here, but you're not living in the real world, though. Do you know what I mean? You're not you know, really these going to, Exactly. These players are looking over at, at their international colleagues. You know what I mean? Especially imagine, if you're imagine, a Spurs imagine. player now going to the World Cup say. and you see Kyle yeah. Walker standing oh. there with his nice shiny medal. That he picked up <laughs> yesterday, and you're standing yep. there with less than 100k a week. Exactly, and he's that. earning like four times your wages. Yep. Exactly. Yo, yep. What's really good? A big decision. You're gonna stay for there for a load of them. And and these deluded fans, we expect players to stay for loyalty. Nah. Care, yeah. yeah, but the thing is, now what you lot are saying is, remember who they, the players have got to be bought off of. General yes. Levy. <laughs> General <laughs> Levy. <laughs> Mr. Golden Bar himself. That Golden Bar must be done by now, I bet surely. You never know, mate. Now. You don't know what he's trying to do. He's probably throwing some diamonds on it as well. Encrusted. Encrusted. Oh, man. And that's, that's, the, that's the, only, the only thing. But then players are becoming more and more powerful now. I mean, he can only be as stubborn 
up to a certain extent. I mean, if you can proper down tools, that's the wild well. out. You know what I mean? If 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 Ericsson wilds out and you know wants to go, they're gonna have to get rid of them. Kind of a player that don't want to play in the, in the team. So nah, man, it's yo. There's there's levels, you know. There's levels. I think so, yeah. I think so. And I if think they miss out on that Champions League, that will definitely, oof, that will definitely be a, a, a sweaty summer for uh, Tottenham fans. Anyway, let's let's move it on. Leicester versus West Ham. Let's go on to the Amers because we're running out of time. We won't dawdle too much on this game, apart from Super Arnie, who was absolutely fantastic oh, throughout this yep. game. And the one that hit the crossbar, if only that just nestled Ooh. straight into the back of the net, that would have been yep. an absolute firecracker. But he did he did um, set up the, the first goal for João Mario. I mean, the, the commentator touch. was going, it was a push. I, I don't know about you, but he was just and, like he was walking <coughs> back to me. It's not my fault. He, it's not I, what I don't I understand this is how, which part of him pushed the guy over because his hands were not didn't touch the player. He was looking eyes. at the ball the whole time. Looking at the ball, going backwards, <laughs> brought it down. His leg is out. It looked like the um, whoever he was tripped over his leg and out of anything. Exactly. Right. Good. I'm glad I wasn't I, looking through yeah. my claret and blue glasses at that. A lot of which is trying to get his balance back. If you're going to tell me it's a push because he's putting his hand on the back of a fallen man, then uh, good luck to you trying to you know reason with that. Put the ball back in there. Draw Mario, who apparently is uh, is he staying? Is he no. still? He's not worth twenty six million, apparently. Well, there you go. He scored a goal. That's probably saving the saving the club. Um, I mean, who else are you going to buy for twenty six million? Let's not. I mean, West Ham fans are saying they shouldn't buy him. West Ham fans out there right now listening, you're an idiot if you don't think that he's worth twenty six million. Because let's not forget, this is his first season in the Premier League. How many times have you t- said to players, "Oh, he need, they need a season to 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 marinate into the league." He hasn't needed the season. He just walked straight into it. Duck tailed it, mate. No problem. You know what I mean? You have to think with your, your, your head sometimes, West Ham fans. Who, who do you think we're going to go and get? Who do you think we're going to go and get? Iniesta? 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 Yeah, that's it. Silly billies. I have to say, I have to say, going over the game, Creswell is very lucky. Now, he he let, me, let me not say this right. I don't actually think it was a wrong decision. I actually think it's a right decision. But bearing in mind the quality of the referees we've had this season, <laughs> right? I am shocked he was still on the pitch. Absolutely shocked. I thought it was deliberate handball, to be fair. It, it, it looked like he fell over, went to go grab the ball because he knew Vardy was behind him. In my eyes, there is a red card, man. It should have been a red card. Got away with that one. And, then, and yeah, another player as well was Arnautovic. Who, who struck uh, Maguire. Well, again, it's not the worst day in the world. I mean, you'll see a lot worse down the pub on a Friday night. But this was <laughs> just a little strike on, on the stomach. And I said it last week that the, the, the fellow, I can't remember who he played for, should have got sent off. So I have to say it again for Arnautovic. If the referee caught a bigger look at it, maybe he would have got sent off. But this match belongs to someone a lot special than Arnautovic. Arnautovic is a quality player. But Mr. Marky Mark Noble... Mr. West Ham, <laughs> E.T. himself, because he's got the biggest forehead in the Premier League. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Absolute rocket launcher. Oh my goodness, what a volley. The technical ability in this volley. Astonishing. Astonishing. You won't see a better goal out there this week. 100%. It was We're a making this a little bit noble, 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 noble phone home. Noble phone home. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's true. Oh everyone God. knows him. Everyone knows if you read the match day programs, the whole squad. That's the day he's called. He's called ET. <laughs> he's called ET. You know what I mean? Oh so there, I wasn't going away from it. But like I was saying, 
It was a no, must win game shot. for West Ham. Three points vitally needed. Three points I wasn't sure of that we were going to pick and up. You know what? Yeah? Like, look at, look at Anatovic under David Moyes. Oof. His stats look beautiful. I mean, he has been absolutely fantastic. And that's a man. I mean, if I was him, I would have been laughing at Stoke. Uh, he will be as well. He will be as well. <laughs> oh, mate. I would have been laughing. I don't think it's Stoke. It's I, I would have a, a, selfie, a selfie with the West Ham fans and just put hashtag <laughs> safety. <laughs> Wait, we're, not, you know we're not mathematically safe yet, I'm sure. I'm sure I was about to say, yeah, first of all, they're not 100% safe yet, so you can't do that. And second of all, I don't think he's mad at Stoke. I think he's mad at Marquise. He's mad at Stoke because he said, nah, he turned fans, around when he joined and he said, I'm joining a bigger club and Stoke fans laughed mm. at him laughed at him saying now you joining a and bigger now they're club. a championship team <laughs> that wasn't me <laughs> I said it at the time oh. I said West Ham were a bigger club than Stoke and now I'll stand by that of course we are much bigger club than Stoke anyway Bye, Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be gutted if we get relegated next week. Then we get again. <laughs> but thankfully, we don't we don't cover the games in the championship in this podcast. So at least I'll get a season off. <laughs> All right, let's just oh skip dear. through these ones real quick. I mean, it was very nice to see Man City pick up the trophy, but one of the most boring games you'll ever oh see in all your life. Huddersfield maybe even should have won the game. Man City definitely mm. looked like they're on their uh, they're on their break now. And one thing before I move on from this game, actually, I mean the fans were shocked to see Kevin De Bruyne come off. Did, did you did you see the sunlight coming through? This guy's fair skinned. He's mad. He's gotta be coming off. He would have been needing track to 75. 75, 75 on that day. My goodness. My goodness. I'm glad you're the one that said that uh, this group's to it. <laughs> I can say it because I'm fair-skinned. I suffer with sunstroke all the time. And I can imagine Kevin De Bruyne woke up with a dicky tummy and a head and a head sore this morning. I'm telling you. <laughs> but, I mean, oh massive days. point for Huddersfield. No one gave them a hope in hell of picking up any yep. points. So the I fact the that they picked up, done, mate. Yep. The fact that they picked up one point against Man City... Fair play to you. We, we, won't, we won't say too much more on that game. Um, Arsenal. Ah, so, no. Arsenal. Oh, Arsenal. 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 Last but not least, eh? I know, we've got the Watford Newcastle. That was highlights of this. Don't, don't I didn't really see... You know what? I'm just glad that these players somehow managed to find their kahunas to send this guy <laughs> up with a bit of dignity. You know that? You certainly couldn't do it against Athletic, though, don't it? Well, That's what I, I had didn't to expect say. much different though. I didn't expect much different. That was a different kettle of fish. But I'm just glad yeah. they managed to send this guy off with a bit of dignity, bro. Because oh my days! Yeah, that like Champions League, yeah. not Champions League. Well, that Europa League was yeah. pathetic way the way they performed up there. Exactly. Yeah. But and that's the most upsetting thing about it. Ozil, Ozil comes out. Oh my back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolute rubbish, mate. You're fully fit. You just couldn't be bothered. And, you know what I mean? Look look at how the team played without you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Mickey Tyron can play as a number 10. Hopefully the new manager doesn't give him this status that he's got there. You know what I mean? He's got a status there like he's Messi or Ronaldo or something. You know what I mean? You know, they just baby him and, you know, everything goes his way. Nah, mate. The new manager come in and he's going to have to work or he won't be in the team, you know what I mean, on the bench chilling because... You know, his attitude is absolutely pathetic. <laughs> and the team play the team plays a lot faster, quicker, because he quite he slows down the play yep. quite a lot. You know what I mean? I, I thought they were a lot sharper without him. 
I thought the front three was, was, well, obviously, yeah. considering the scoreline, were, were magnificent. Aubameyang, Lacazette, uh, Mkhitaryan. Yeah. They, were, they were all firing on all cylinders. And like Sean said, it's just a shame these guys couldn't perform like this, not not just against Atletico, but for the whole season and maybe even for the last three or four seasons. And maybe that is Arsene Wenger's fault, but still, a superb manager. Maybe, in my opinion, won't probably go down as one of the greats because of the last 10 years or so. But, He's definitely one of the most fantastic managers to be in the Premier League anyway. Yep. You know, he's, he's done a... He's, he's Van Gaal himself by the same club. Because Van Gaal, when he first started in management, he done well, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, he's revolutionary. He's doing all this stuff. And in the last 10 years, I've been trash. And it's like, you know what I mean? He, he's now, he, when you think of him manager-wise, you know, yeah. And that's, that's Wenger then. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, he was fantastic, but he kind of ruined that rep for the last 10 years. But, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll try to be positive today. Yeah. He was he was, he was a, a great manager for us. There we go. I'll that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I'm glad we got that on recording. <laughs> um, one, one more game before we go anyway. It's not going to be a massive one. Watford versus Newcastle. One massive big talking point in here. Mr. Cojones himself <laughs> I mean <laughs> to te- step up and take a penalty that bad anyway is is worthy of of an L but then to <laughs> walk to this rebound and then hit it straight at the goalkeeper where's your little dink you know where's a, where's a smash something something oh, a man. bit <laughs> something a bit different rather than just a toe tap straight into the um, palms of the keeper which I thought well, I thought it was running to that to that rebound but I guess you know some people maybe find it was it. a run I don't know <laughs> He's just that slow. He's, he's, he's holding a bit of timber, boys. It's hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> but both, but both of these managers, I think, I mean, Watford are known for getting rid in the summer. They haven't lit up any trees. But, I mean, it's Watford, so they haven't done really too badly this this season. So, But they, they're looking like they'll probably get rid of this manager this summer. Benitez has Stand. never really been on an even kill with the Newcastle board anyway because they don't give him no monies to spend. So we never know. Benitez. I think I think Benitez should find should uh, walk from the job and go get something better if he can. He should find uh, himself uh, to East London. Maybe apparently. So, well, we never know. Anyway, that's wishful thinking. Oh dear. But, oh, yeah, but he definitely he definitely needs a, a he definitely needs a board that's going to back him. Uh, he's good enough to do that. Obviously, we all know what he can do with with a proper team. So, like, come on, just give give, give, give him a support. Ironically, he probably should have gone to Everton. <laughs> but that wouldn't have gone down well. <laughs> no. <laughs> and with that, that's a fantastic place to leave this weekend's football review there. So we're going to move on to my favourite part of the show, predictions. Um, obviously, there's loads of games during the week, but we're going to skip along all of them and go straight to the... Um, survival Sunday the last games of the Premier League we will just predict Sean sorry I'm, I'm stomping all over your thing here and we will <laughs> just stuff. predict quickly Southampton versus Swansea because that is a, a a massive game for all involved so let's have it Southampton versus Swansea I'll go for a 1-0 victory to Swansea oh I'm going 1-1 uh, you right, know what? That's our code, then, if you don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I'll go for a 1-1 as well. Uh, I want Swansea to win, so 1-0 to Swansea. Right, there you go. Wow. 
across the board. Sean, I'll hand, I'll hand your uh, part of the show back to you. I'm sorry for taking it over for, for five <laughs> seconds. There, my bad. My apologies. That's five seconds too long, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here we go <laughs> here we go here we go right first game we've got Burnley versus Bournemouth I got this down for a 2-0 by Burnley 1-0 Burnley yeah I'll go for a 2-0 Burnley victory 1-0 Burnley right we've got Palace versus West Brom so good I want more to stay up mate I've got to go for 1-0 I'm going for 4-0 West Brom <laughs> Come on, West Brom. <laughs> As West Brom can't catch West Ham. Yes, 1-0 victory to West Brom. <laughs> yeah, mate. Come on, West Brom. Let's get in. 1-0 to West Brom. So they're going to lose now, obviously. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's <All right>. <laughs> we got Huddersfield versus Arsenal. We've got Arsenal for a 3-1 victory. Yeah, Arsenal 1-0. Arsenal 2-0. Arsenal 3 0. I've got Liverpool versus Brighton. I've got Liverpool for a 4 0 victory. I've got 1 1. A 1 0 victory for Liverpool. 1 0 Brighton. We've got Man United versus Watford. I've got Watford for a 10 0 victory. Come on, man. I've got. Watford 3 2. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've got United to win 2 0. Same here, Stuart. 2 0 United. <laughs> We've got Newcastle versus Chelsea. i got Newcastle for a cheeky 2 1 victory. Chelsea 1 0. Chelsea 1 0, yeah. I see Chelsea winning this 3 1. Southampton versus Man City. I got Man City for a three-one victory. Man City five-nil. Yeah, Man City five-nil. Cheerio, Mark Hughes. Yeah, Man City six-nil. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Come on. Get him out. Swansea versus Stoke nil-nil. <laughs> Stoke one-nil. Yeah, got on Stoke. 2-0. Turn it on. Swansea 1-0. <laughs> right, we've got Spurs versus Leicester. i got Leicester for a 3-1 victory. Yep, Leicester 2-0. Leicester 4-0. Vardy Hattrick. Leicester 2-1. Leicester two, no one, no one in Spurs here. <laughs> versus Everton. I've got the Hammers for a 3-0 victory. Yeah, nice shot. West Ham 2-0. Go on, Koda. Hammers 3-0. Go on. West Ham 3-1. Go on, the boys. <laughs> there you have it. Well, well, well. Oof. There you have it. We'll make that money. I know you guys have made money over the season anyway, <laughs> but you know what I mean? As long as you're gambling you responsibly, that's what I'm gambling. And as long as when the fun stops, you stop. But by the way, we want our 10%. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say the same thing as well you know what I mean you guys need to stop being selfish because I know you're making big money with these bets <laughs> but if you're losing it's none of our business it's <laughs> none of our business <laughs> that's it <laughs> none of our business mate anyway if you've enjoyed listening to the pod make sure you are subscribed leave a rating five stars preferably please comment all that good stuff get share, it done like. get it done yep Catch us on Twitter, E2E Football Pod. Tell us what you think. 
catch us on Facebook, N2N Football Podcast, Instagram, E2E Football Pod. Catch us on YouTube as well. Subscribe, share, like all our videos, uh, N2N Football Podcast. And we'll see you again next week. Later. Later. Adios. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man.